podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Friday the 21st of October. Aston Villa have sacked manager Steven Gerrard following Thursday's 3-0 Premier League defeat at Fulham. Villa are currently only above the relegation zone on goal difference, having won just twice in the league all season. A club spokesman said, We would like to thank Stephen for his hard work and commitment and wish him well for the future. Some of the names being tipped to take over as manager include Maurizio Pochettino, Unai Emery, Sean Dyche and Michael Beale. Fulham continued their impressive start to the season and have moved up to ninth on the table following that 3-0 home win over Villa. Harrison Reid gave them the lead 10 minutes before half-time. Villa's Douglas Luiz then saw red for a supposed headbutt on Alexander Mitrovic. Fulham were then able to capitalise on the advantage, adding two more goals through a Mitrovic penalty and a Tyrone Ming's own goal. Another manager under pressure this morning is Leeds boss Jesse Marsh. Leeds fans were vocal in their frustration of the manager, booing the team off at both half-time and full-time at Leicester. The game itself resulted in a 2-0 win for the Foxes, who lifted themselves one place off the bottom of the table into 19th. And this weekend sees a full Premier League schedule, the highlights of which include Nottingham Forest hosting Liverpool and Man United travelling to Chelsea. Those are your headlines. Okay, one place to start. Steven Gerrard is gone. It doesn't feel like a big shock. Let's talk to Tony Jameson. He's a comedian, a broadcaster, an Aston Villa fan and host of the Football Manager podcast on the Athletic Network. What a beautiful morning it is today. Friday morning, Villa fans have woken up to the news they've wanted to hear for the last 12 months. Steven Gerrard has been sacked as manager and all it took was a 3-0 defeat away to relegation-threatened Fulham. Oh, if we'd have known about that sooner, we'd have just rescheduled the fixtures and put them at the first fixture of the start of the season, surely. Um, obviously, there'll be some people saying, ah, but, you know, had Douglas Louise not been sent off, maybe we'd have only lost the game 1-0. Still, the fact of the matter remains, we shouldn't have even been in the job leading up to that point. I think 45 minutes against Chelsea gave them the chance to actually see this match. And I think had they got a draw, we would have seen the Brentford game as well. But he's gone. Obviously, the funny thing about the whole situation is him being sacked and then being put on the coach to drive home with the rest of the team. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. But who's next? That's the big question of Villa fans' mind. Who's next? Everyone's talking about Pochettino. They're talking about Tuchel. I'm going to say right now, and it's probably going to upset a few people, I think we go all out for Sean Dyche. We need someone to stabilise the club. We need someone who's got experience of battling in a relegation battle. And that's what we're in right now. It's not going to be pretty, but hopefully that's the man who keeps us in the Premier League and we can build from there. So for me, we go all out, we get Sean Dyche. Let's see what happens, shall we? But at least at the end of the day, we can firmly say Steven Gerrard has gone. That was Tony Jameson. Jubilant. He's been talking about Sean Dyche for about three months. He might actually get his wish. Let's wait and see. By the way, I'm not sure that's the appointment, but, you know, Tony's pretty set on it. Let's talk about Fulham, though. It'd be it'd be wrong just to ignore them. Um, obviously, Stephen Gerrard going is the big news, but Fulham played a big part in that. I thought they were outstanding last night. They're up to ninth in the league. They had a bit of a wobble over the last few weeks, but last night they were fantastic. Yes, Villa were poor, but Fulham were fantastic. They thoroughly deserved their victory. Let's talk to... Uh, a Fulham fan. We don't often get Fulham on the show that much. They're not as high profile as other teams. They don't have as many supporters in the media, I suppose. Let's talk to Alex Petrovic. He is a comedian and Fulham fan. Let's hear his take on Fulham last night, but also for the season so far. Wow. We needed that win tonight. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't that confident 
going into that game, we've had a bit of a, a dodgy run of results since the international break. And I saw one of those things online earlier where it goes, Aston Villa have never won on this day in their entire Premier League history. <laughs> like one of those 20th of October, they're like, they're like curse day. And every time I see one of those, I'm like, well, obviously the opposite will happen tonight. But we've finally broken that. I think it was... Um, yeah, I was a bit, bit, bit nervous going into it. It is the kind of game of Fulham of olds would have uh, bucked the trend and the, the, the out-of-form team would have nicked something against us. But it seems like we're turning a corner with that sort of thing. Um, Willian was great tonight. There was a few Fulham fans that were not not convinced with signing an ageing William, but he's doing really well. Mitrovic, obviously, still not 100% fit, but but banging in the goal still. And uh, Palina, that's someone that I, what a player he is and how Fulham signed him. I'm not quite convinced he should not be at Fulham and he won't be at Fulham for too much longer. I don't think beyond the end of the season, I think he's a real, real player. Also, absolutely loving the fact that he got six yellow cards within his first like seven games. Uh, onwards and upwards, I think. That was Alex Petrovic, Fulham fan, comedian. Thank you, Alex. Good, strong debut on your first appearance on this show. We'll hear from you again this season, I'm sure. Let's move on then to Leeds United. Jesse Marsh is under fire. I mean, it, again, it feels like it's been coming a little while. This happened with Villa last night. Once you once you lose the away support, I feel like it's a matter of time. The same thing's happening with Jesse Marsh. The away support are the ones, they're hardcore. They're, they're following you all over the country. Midweek, doesn't matter. They'll be there. And once you lose those guys, it's an uphill task. And last night there was songs sang about Jesse Marsh. There was booing at halftime and full time. They weren't good. They, well, he more likely Jesse Marsh has been riding a wave of optimism since the end of last season. Keeping them up was a huge achievement. He did great doing that, and I think it gave him some goodwill. I think Leeds fans were happy to to wait and see. You know, it's not the same football as it was under Bielsa. It was never going to be. It's hard to replicate that. It's hard to replicate the force of personality that Bielsa had. They loved him there. Everyone loves Bielsa. So he had that goodwill going into the season. They started okay, but they've not won a game since August. They've not won since they beat Chelsea 3-0 in the league. And it's not been great to watch. He has sympathy in terms of... They've had injuries, of course. Bamford's been out for most of the season. He's back. He doesn't look sharp. He doesn't look right. But at least he's back. That's something. But it strikes me as odd that you would have dropped Rodrigo for an unfit Bamford. Anyway, there's lots of issues for Leeds at the moment. Leeds fans know more than I do. We'll get someone on the show to talk about them in the near future, I'm sure. But they weren't good, and it's not looking good for Jesse Marsh. They've got a game against Fulham at home on Saturday. I think anything other than a a win there is probably going to just add more petrol to this fire. But let's wait and see. Leicester, on the other hand, seem to have this knack of digging out a result when they really need it. When Brendan Rodgers really needs it, they managed to get something. They did it against Forrest. They did it again last night. I think had they lost last night, Brendan Rodgers would be in Jesse Marsh's position now. Maybe even Steven Gerrard's position now. But as it is, he's got, and this might sound harsh, but he's got at least a stay of execution. So let's wait and see with that. Uh, I think that they're, they're not... I, I, again, I have sympathy for Brendan Rodgers. They haven't made a signing this season, save for the centre-back. It's difficult. It's difficult when you're trying to compete. No no clubs, 
There's no such thing as standing still in this league. If you don't make signings, you're falling behind. You're not standing still. You're falling behind because other teams are making signings. Other teams are improving. They travel to Wolves at the weekend. They'll hope that Wolves continue with their real struggles in front of goal. So they could get something. But again, I don't just want to talk about managers getting sacked. But it feels like that's that's the news at the moment because after Wolves they've got Man City so they need something at Wolves anyway that's all we've got time for good games this weekend I hope you enjoy them wherever you're watching them and I'll be back same time on Monday with more Whistleblowers Daily Sports Social Podcast Network